I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Wednesday, May 25th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice. I'm Peter Apple, and I am welcoming Book It with Trent, Trent Atia from Book It with Sports. This has been a long time coming. Going to talk to him about a bunch of different things, some gambling stories, some weird stories that involve not baseball or gambling at all, as well as the start of Book It with Sports. So, Trent, I'd like to ask you how you're doing, but you and I we're based off on how our units are doing. So how are your units doing? <laughs> That's exactly right, brother. It's all, it's always a roller coaster in this game. You know, one day we're feeling high on top of the world. The next day shit's just caked. Uh, units are good right now. Honestly, not going to lie. Uh, been getting back into straight bets. You know, I got a little over just losing parlays every day by one leg and I need to make some profit. So straight bets have been, uh, have been hitting parlays still not hitting, but we're getting units. I mean, Trent, I mean, I've been preaching this forever. You can't parlay. They're can't. traps. You straight can't. bet one unit a day. You put them on your picks and you track them. And then at the end of the day, you might be positive. You might not be, but you're definitely not going to be in the hole completely. So I want to take you all the way back. I want to take you all the way back before Book It Sports, maybe when you were 11 years old, maybe you couldn't gamble legally. But when did gambling kind of come into your life? When did you think to yourself, wow, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Well, I always knew I wanted to do something in sports, mainly broadcast. You know, even I remember doing a school project when I was literally 11 years old on Vince Scully. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was like a career project. We had to do what we wanted to be when we grew up. And that was that, a broadcaster in baseball. Um, but as I got older, of course, you know, technology and the way we consume media started to evolve. So I got really into social media, Twitter, being a content creator, TikTok, of course. Um And when I was a freshman at TCU, my roommate was a degenerate gambler. And uh, he's the one I really owe the credit to to get me involved in the space of betting. Uh, It's when I first placed my first bet. Uh, I was a freshman in my dorm room and we were sweating out March Madness. And I just saw all my friends around me have money on the game and how much more fun it was for them to be watching this game with action on the line. So that was really when I was first introduced to sports betting was uh, my freshman year in college. And I just saw an opportunity that this space was going to change everything for sports and sports fans, sports consumers, and the way we watch them and the way we interact with them through content. Uh, And I saw a huge opportunity and I just jumped all over it. And you did a phenomenal job. Trent's TikTok now is near 400,000 followers. He has a ton of other followers on a ton of different other platforms like Twitch, where they do a surgical stream, you know, on Instagram, on Twitter, especially to you're nearing 100,000 followers. Congrats on that. This guy is blowing up like crazy. And it's awesome to see because he makes amazing content. But I want to take you to where your bet, which bet got you hooked? Because I want to take you back my freshman year. It's 2016. It was the 2016 World Series. It's Cubs Guardians, right? Or Cubs Indians at the time. Yeah. And I had Cubs money line in that final game seven. I'm like, this oh. is the day they finally do it. And can you believe the back and forth? The Rajai oh. Davis home run, all the different here and there. What was, and then we ended up winning that bet at the end with Chris Bryant threw it over and the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah. What was the bet that got you hooked? Or at least that first bet that you remember could be a loss, could be a win, because I've had plenty of losses. But that bet I remember so clearly every inning 
every bit of it. Yeah, no, honestly, that same time of that World Series was around the same time I just started gambling in that dorm room. I still remember my my mm -hmm. diehard or my friend, my roommate, who's a diehard Cubs fan, was so blacked out that night. It was electric. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my first bet that got me hooked. All right, there's this horrific bad beat that just comes to mind when I think about my early days offshore book, right? Throwing twenty five dollar nine team parlays, okay. One of them's gonna hit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, recipe. I haven't done that since college, but um, I had a nine legger for twenty five to win eight k, and uh, I was just getting involved with parlays, just learning what they were. Had no idea that you could take more games and get paid more. Uh, so I had this nine legger, right? And uh, somehow, some way, we got to eight of nine down. Last game of the night is Canucks money line, and they were up five to one in the third period. And we're out at the bars at this time. And I'm like, holy shit, boys, I'm about to literally hit the biggest bet of my life. I'm buying everyone drinks with my card and shit, like pre celebrating. And all of a sudden, notification five two third period. I'm like, oh, like yeah, no way. That's just don't worry about so, it. Yeah, don't worry. Five three. A couple minutes later, I'm like, huh, wouldn't that be something? And there's eight minutes left in the game. Five four. I'm like, oh, oh, give me my fucking card. I literally take my card. I go outside. I'm pacing back and forth, and they're playing the Capitals. And I'm like, please, please do not let them take this shit to overtime. Like, holy shit. What do you know? Ov rips a fucking goal, ties the game. We go to overtime. I knew that shit was caked, bro. We get to overtime, no goals, shootouts. You're not beating Ov. You're not beating Oshi in a fucking shootout. Uh, and they lost in shootouts. And my heart was broken that day so badly, bro. But ever since then, I've just been like, I gotta get back to that. I gotta get back to how surgical I was. It wrote me in. That's why I love parlays. I know you'd think I would hate them after that, but uh that i'll never forget that day ever that's incredible that's an incredible <laughs> story so tell me so fast forward a little bit you're in college and you're making your bets you're getting accumulated to parlays and losing of course just like we all are in college yeah i'm curious when did book at sports happen when did this idea come about yeah i knew i wanted to to change the way that people did something in something i was passionate about and that's sports that's social media and now betting of course uh but i was trying to figure out what's, how can I bridge the gap here? How can I solve a problem for people in this brand new industry that's literally growing insanely fast? Um, and so I just saw an opportunity for a brand in the space beyond Barstool to basically, you know, be the centralized uh, community for sports betting through content on a platform like Discord uh, to, to bring people together and have tools and resources to make educated and informed bets like bringing people like yourself together with people who want to bet but don't really know the smart bets or the ways to go that's why we listen to people like you to figure out what the bets are right uh there's people out there that are so willing to help and bring uh each other together without having to necessarily charge you know 200 bucks for a pick package Bullshit. Uh, and that's the value and you know it's all of us against the sports books and so yes. I just saw a huge opportunity to uh, build a brand that, you know, resonates with people that brings people together in efforts to beat the sports books. Uh, so it started when I was a junior going into my senior year of college. Uh, the name book, it just came to my head one night and I stuck with it. The logo is the same logo I sketched on a napkin. It hasn't changed once. Uh, and it all just really stuck. And 
you know, of course, getting into the TikTok journey as well, that was not really in my intentions to go that route. Uh, I just started making TikToks because I was going through the pain that I felt like, you know, other people could relate to, you know, on a nerve, you have a no run first inning is a fucking nuke job in the first pitch of the game. Like that was really the video that kind of took me to the top really was that world series, you know, also fade God, you know, losing all my bets and shit. Everyone loves, you know, claiming me as that kind of fade God personality. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was, it's been a roller coaster of a two years since we've started book it, but I've enjoyed the ride ever since. And uh, I'm excited for what's to come for sure. Well, it's been an incredible ride. This guy, Trent makes some of the best betting content, gambling content, whatever on the internet. I want to unpack that nerfy because that's re that's not what started this whole thing because yeah. you're smart you make great content things would have already happened and you probably would have developed it without that but that really was an incredible launching point i remember i think it was white Sox yankees at the field of dreams game with all of those home runs of course mlb put in the juice balls of course we know that why didn't you know that but you know it's hindsight's always 2020 but take me back that nerfy and then everything that ensued after because that must have been with all that attention that you were getting and then you were building it so quickly that month or even two months after must have been nuts. Oh, nuts. And like what people don't know is like, <clears throat> I was living at my parents' house, just making TikToks, you know, trying to get out of the, out of the rent's house. Of course, no one wants to be there mm -hmm. uh, after you graduate. Um, but I just wanted to do everything we could to get us out of the situation, you know, get our own place, get sponsors. Uh, and so I was, I felt like my back <clears throat> was against the wall to uh you know get us out of this situation and i just felt the pressure i was like dude i gotta i gotta become somebody in the space immediately if people want to know what this brand is like i gotta do something crazy i gotta be consistent i gotta make people laugh and i gotta make people win money all at the same time right like how do i do that uh so i was just banging tiktoks out <clears throat> and and then i just started i couldn't stop losing picks like i literally I, it's not that i was trying to lose it just the dumbest things would happen uh, and I just became this fade God that people love to take the opposite of. Uh, so that was picking up some heat. And then, of course, I swore that this nerfy in the World Series was going to be the freest six outs. And, of course, Solaire hits a ball I don't think has landed yet. That shit was so nuked, bro. And it was just it was the perfect video. But like you could tell I'm in my parents house in the background, like and, you know, I just got to get myself out of the situation. And so that video was really the start of like this this uh like parade of a million view videos that i was able to do in a couple of weeks that ended up you know getting us in front of some big eyeballs that sports books and other partnerships and deals uh so it's been a crazy crazy you know journey so far but i uh, would not trade anything for it i'm also very curious about the fade god title right because a lot of betters we go into the space and you don't want to be that generally no. Like for, no. even for me, you know, I give my three picks out the day. I track my record. I make sure it's like, you know, we're staying even. We're st we're not getting crazy. We're not degenerates. We bet on these games, one unit, and we track, and we're going to be positive at the end of the year. That's my goal. And, you know, I'll go on a big losing streak or something, and I'm almost tempted. It's like the a lot of the losing videos do better on views, right? You know, the more engagement, a lot more people making fun of yeah. you. So yeah. the more you win, sometimes your views can go down versus the more you lose, they can go up. So it's that balance of, do I want to be known as this kind of person, as a fade God? It's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just what you want to be designated at. Did you feel yourself 
when this started happening, just kind of become that type of person? Or did you feel to yourself, wait, I don't want to be the fade God. I want to be a person who's giving out winners. Like how does, how does that feel for you? Yeah. That's such an interesting question. It's such a great question. Cause it's such an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I, I, I hated it at first. I was just Wait, sick of before it. you answer, before you answer, I want to, like, cause you're not a bad gimp. You are not, you actually have good plays. Like I'm not calling you that I'm more calling the fact that now nobody knows you. They might see a pick from you and just be like, all right, I'm fading it. Like, do you like that? Honestly, no, I would rather be known as someone that's going to make you coin and like, let's ride this bet together and make some money together instead of you taking the opposite side. And then, you know, one of us wins. Right. Uh, but it got to a point where I was like, I, I got to just embrace it. You know, I got to turn this into a positive uh, because there's definitely something here. And I haven't seen anyone like this that, you know, embraces it like that, like I do, you know, being a fade God and all. Uh, you know, it is a little annoying, but I embrace it. I don't really care. You know, you can fade me. Um, I do my best to try and weed out the losers, try and pick some winners. Uh, but I swear to you, I'm cursed. I'm jinxed. So regardless, I can tweet some shit. It happened yesterday, actually. I said, uh, Brew Baker over strikeouts. We had over four and a half. He had two in the first inning. And I tweeted out, like, oh, let me see those bet slips. Anyone climb the Brew Baker ladder? Dude didn't have a strikeout literally until the seventh inning. And of course he's not going more than seven. So they pulled his ass and I was just like, bro, you can't make this shit up. As soon as I tweeted that he didn't get a single strikeout. Uh, and it's classic six innings of strikeout this baseball. If you're getting two in the first, why? Cause I tweeted, you know, uh, and that happens literally every day, bro. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm cursed, but I would, I, I embrace it. You know, I don't, I have fun with it. You know, I I'm not really a jerk about it or I don't get offended or anything about that. Uh, I would rather, you know, hit something super surgical that wins a lot of people money. Like that's what makes you feel good. Uh, but if I can make you money fade my picks, I guess that's good too. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get, it's just, I've always found that so interesting because I think the way that you've bought into it has blown up your brand. And then everybody who knows you watches your content, sees the daily picks they know that it's not a classic fade. This guy's not an idiot just giving out random plays. Yep. So it's built your brand, or at least this is just my opinion. Tell me if I'm wrong. It has built your brand in the sense that everybody who's in the community who understands this game that you can't win every day respects you more. And then new people coming in, the more they come in, the more they get it. But at their first, they're in it for the comedy. They're in it for the fade. So it's almost like yep. a funnel of... They come in and it's for the laughs, but then they're like, oh, wait, he's doing the surgical stream. He's really betting on these picks and he wins yeah. sometimes. Is yeah. that kind of how it feels? Yeah, no, absolutely. You're spot on. You know, that's it's that's a great description of it. It is kind of a funnel that, you know, kind of grab your attention, highlighting my losses, right? Like I made a video on Sunday when I was at the Circus Sportsbook, the pool. Uh, you know, I did have like a unit on the Giants, right? Uh, and they lost 10 to one that day. And I like made a, yeah, I made a joke about that being like a VIP premium, you know, cause I knew that video was going to do better than if I would have told you, Oh, I had the twins. They won six to three. No one gives a shit, but they want to see me lose my best play of the day by nine runs, you know? Uh, so it is kind of a funnel. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, but then once you get to the weeds of what we actually do and what this community is about, you know, that we're actually throwing units, we're actually trying to get surgical. This isn't, you know, us trying to be funny and losing money purposely. Uh, so no, that was a great description of that. Fantastic. So let's move on a little bit too, because 
I want to talk about prize picks for a little bit because prize picks is the sponsor of not gambling advice. And we have been putting together different prize picks every single day in order to try and beat the books. But the problem is I keep going three and four or two and three, and it's almost daily. It's actually killing me because I don't love to play parlays, but I've found that there's a lot more value on prize picks. You know, with the nerfies, they're all even the, the strikeout props. A lot of those things tend to just be better lines than I'm going to find on another book. And the fact that it's so easy that the, deposit you know if you use our link in the episode description you'll get a full deposit match on prize picks so when you're coming together to make a prize picks surgical in the morning give us some tips because i personally need some tips and i and i want to ask him from you people are like don't ask him from trent but you know what he's better than you think i want to ask him from trent. <laughs> give me some tips now there's definitely some things to look out for on prize picks um there's times when you can certainly use prize picks to your advantage versus a sports book uh, but there's also times where you need to make sure you're getting the best value for your bet on prize picks versus a sports book. But most of the time, prize picks usually uh, gives you favorable lines for the player. And uh, one, one thing that I stress uh, tremendously that I think is the recipe to success when trying to win on prize picks, go compare the lines with the sports books to what they are on prize picks. Cause sometimes you can like quite literally read it steal coin uh, yeah. from prize picks. For example, the other day when, when the Leafs were still in the playoffs, Austin Matthews to record a goal was minus 250 on the books. And they had that prop on prize picks, which, is, which basically is even money. Uh, that right there is a steal. And that's where you could take advantage of these favorable odds. Uh, so going and matching, you know, does Cindergard, what does prize picks have for Cindergard strikeouts? Oh, four and a half. Let's go look at the book. Oh, it's four and a half minus 150. That's exactly what you want uh, when taking a prize picks pick. There's a couple like that for today as well. But that for me is my biggest thing. I think something that is often overhyped are these little charts on prize picks with the green, you know, uh, last five, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people just sit there and scroll and look for the fully greened out guys. We call them the greened out goblins on prize picks. <laughs> uh, those are not guaranteed. Uh, nope. It's certainly not. Trust me. You would think it is uh, right. Luka Doncic over one and a half steals. It's hitting Makes the last sense. five. Should be free tonight, right? Until nope. he gets one. No. Uh, you really got to kind of look at those for sure. It's definitely something good to have as a background or a back reason why you're taking a play, but don't let those graphs be the sole reason why you take some plays because them shits don't always hit. Trust me. <laughs> I'm I literally, when I first got on prize picks, that was my only method of picking the winners. Uh, but now I've just been learning so much from just being invested into it every day. Uh, what else do I look for? So yeah, comparing the odds, looking at the last fives, of course, looking at matchups as mm-hmm. well. Uh, that's very important. You know, shots on goal. Who are they going up against? Right. Uh, you know, over assists, who's on the floor for this guy to dish it out. Uh, there's a lot of factors. I, I really only stick to NHL, NBA, MLB, uh, and of course, NFL when that's on. But I've dabbled a little bit in PGA. It's been fun. Um, but also esports is huge on prize picks. Apparently it's their second biggest like revenue driver, uh, which shocks me considering, uh, you know, a lot of us don't really pay attention to that shit, but un- low key, like it is huge. So I'm just starting to get into a little legal legends and stuff like that. I know that's not really up much of people's alleys, but there's definitely some sharps on Twitter that like <laughs> specialize in this shit. So I've been tailing them and UFC as well. UFC, there's some really good guys on Twitter or in our community that 
uh, just spoon feed us winners. Um, and there's such favorable lines. So prize picks is a really great app. It's super aesthetically pleasing, really easy to use, have all the tools and resources and a bunch of lines available. So it's definitely a great platform, but those are what I look for comparing the odds against other sports books being the biggest one. From League of Legends to Michael Kopech strikeouts, you can get any line on prize picks. So if you want to use our code, use just baseball in the episode description, you'll find that code and you get a full deposit match on prize picks. Trent, something I'm also impressed with you and the entire surgical stream and the entire community is that you guys bet on every single sport. I mean, you were just talking about League of Legends in the esports. You're talking about NHL. I've seen a ton. NFL, of course, NBA, college basketball, college football, baseball. I don't tend to bet on basketball much. I don't tend to bet on anything that I don't feel like I have an edge in or that I know for sure. Because if I bet on something that I think or I, I like the narrative of it, it more than often than not, it's going to lose. Yeah. So I like to do my research. And that's a part of the fun for me is diving into the research. And I'm a baseball guy to my core, but I also love football too. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm confident that we were up last year in baseball you know, and then we were up in football and now we're up currently in baseball. But if I started to venture and I started to do a bunch of college football bets, a bunch of college basketball bets, NBA, my record would not be good. It's just too hard. There, there's yeah. too many lines, too many edges. And that's what you do. You're betting on every single game. So that's why you also have to contextualize. This is harder than what, what it seems to be. The fact that you have to be on top of all of these different sports in baseball, we're doing all that's my main sport. And then we're going to switch over to football. Talk about, I guess, some of the hardest sports to gamble on and just some problems that ensue betting on all of these different types of sports. Like what's the one sport that you feel like just kills you because the NBA destroys me. Is this, are we talking like bets? Or are we talking player props? Give me or some both. bets because player props, it's just kind of like, yeah, it either hits or it doesn't, at least in <laughs> yeah. the game lines, like the totals, like there's a bit more research, but with props, it's, they're all hard everywhere, but you can find edges, but I'm more talking about like the money lines and spreads and the over yeah. I would say uh, the toughest, the sharpest lines. I kid you not have to be NFL hundred uh, percent. These, these odds makers in football are spot on. It's crazy with the totals, with the spreads. Incredible. <laughs> it's, it's actually insane. Uh, I see a lot of games, you know, finishing by the hook, right? Uh, it's actually to me, I think it's just the hardest to gamble on NFL because mm. how sharp these are, uh, the lines are, all these line movements, right? Um, but I don't think, like me personally, I wouldn't say it's my worst sport to bet on. But uh, I just think as a whole in general, I would say NFL is probably the sharpest, the most difficult. Um, I think NBA is full of fluke shit. I think NBA is so incredibly much. hard to bet on. And for me, I would probably have to say the NBA is the hardest uh, for me just because of, some of these spreads, you know, the fluke shit that happens at the end, these blown leads, it's a game of runs. So, uh, you know, not, no lead is safe in the NBA. Uh, I think actually I had uh, Thunder plus 10 this year. They lost by 74 points, bro. Dude. Literally the worst bet I've ever placed in my life. The largest loss in the history of the NBA I was on the other side of. So that's a good one. Um, I think the easiest for me would be, um, hockey, hockey and baseball will be right behind that. I'm just a big baseball guy like yourself. Uh, I think a lot of people would literally disagree so hard with that saying baseball is the hardest, uh, because people think Yankees and Dodgers by two every day is going to be a moneymaker when it's not right. You got to pick not. your spots. You got to know the matchups. You got to know the lineups. Uh, you got to know the pitcher splits. You got to know all that shit. Uh, it's so important with baseball and 
people are going to learn this very quickly as we get into the dog days of summer of just baseball, uh, that you really have to pick your spots here. Um, so like even today, I I'm the biggest Dodgers minus one and a half better you'll find. Uh, but today I think nationals win. And I told people that because, uh, you know, it's, everyone's going to be on Dodgers and Yankees by two every day and lost to parlay yesterday because minus 300 Yankees lost to the poverty Orioles. doesn't make sense. Uh, but you shouldn't be laying that much juice in a baseball game. Um, so yeah, I would say for me personally, NBA is probably the hardest, uh, but as a whole, I would say NFL is probably the most difficult in general. Uh, my favorites though, hockey and baseball. So let's talk some hockey and baseball because hockey and baseball are the most prevalent right now. We're going to get into football later, but that's that's down the line. That's in September, hockey and baseball season. And you're so right about the dog days of summer. I mean, you're going to see there is going to be the flukiest of flukiest of shit coming through in the months of June, July, and August. I went through it all last year, gave out three picks a day. We had some losing days. We had some winning days. It's hard. It's hard to get through this terrain. But I want to talk about the NHL and MLB specifically because the NHL playoffs are coming up. Well, the NHL playoffs are happening, but the Stanley yeah, yeah. Cup is coming up. Yeah. And the MLB is, is kind of getting into it. Tell me about any MLB futures you might have and then give us, you know, a little bit about the Stanley Cup. Because me personally, I don't follow hockey that much. So I'd love to hear kind of what your views are on the series moving forward. And maybe do you have a winner? Yeah. So uh, I'm a big Angels guy. These are little Homer picks. Honestly, I'm not... I'm not a huge futures bet guy, uh, but I actually did lock in some futures uh, for this MLB season. Of course, I took both Trout and Otani to win MVP. I don't know really how that's looking right now. Not great. Trout's looking uh, amazing. Still a lot, a lot of game left to be played. Uh, but I actually had Angels win total over. I forget what the numbers are. I don't have the ticket in front of me. Uh, but I love the way that's looking already. This team was really looking undervalued too. going into this season. Uh, they've got, you know, everyone healthy, ready to go. They've got Syndergaard, uh, who's looked good this season so far. He had a horrific for, uh, start in his last game. But uh, still, they've been, they've been doing well offensively. They've got some arms in the rotation that are starting to show up. That's always been their biggest problem. And so they're on pace to, to definitely go over their win total so far. Uh, they just need to clean it up a little bit. They just got swept by the Rangers. Don't like that. Uh, hopefully we can return the favor and sweep them right now in this series at home. Um, but I've got the Angels to win the World Series, actually, plus 3,000. I thought that was way too high for a team with this many studs in the lineup. Uh, again, going back to that pitching, that's the only issue with this team. They can definitely hit. Uh, they just got to score some runs. Um, so those are my futures. I got the World Series Angels. I got win total for the Angels. I got those two MVPs. Uh, you're just hammering else. Trout. You're just, you're just yeah. following Mike Trout, Trout, Tony. It's not a bad decision. The, actually, yeah. at the beginning of the season, Angels were one of my top five teams to exceed their win total. I had the Angels. I had the Rockies, the Brewers, the Rays, and the Dodgers. All um, looking pretty good right now. Yeah. Um, but we'll yeah. see. I mean, that Rockies over 68 and a half was actually criminal. Like that, that's just, that's just a broken line. And Dude, I was, I, I was, I was shouting to the heavens. I'm like, take the Rockies. They're at 68 and a half for literally no reason. They're better than they were last year. And they won 73 games last year. I, that, yeah. that line was broken. <laughs> no, that division's scary as hell. Uh, everyone's good in that division. Even the D backs, bro. I can't, I don't even know what the number was for their win total, but I'm sure they're almost halfway there. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So talk to me about the NHL. And then I have another story to, to wrap up, uh, not gambling, not baseball, not anything like that. More of the one-on-one story, but we'll, we'll get to that at the end. Talk to me about the NHL playoffs right now. Who do you think is going to take home the Stanley cup? 
Yeah, uh, it's such an interesting playoffs. And that's honestly, the NHL playoffs is greater than sign NBA playoffs right now because mm. NBA is just horrible. I haven't even watched the, these two series going on because there's blowout every game. Why even tune in? Player props are cakes. The spreads don't matter. Uh, so as a gambler, these games are not entertaining to me. However, the NHL has been amazing this season. Uh, I think as a community, we got so many more people uh, passionate about hockey who didn't give a shit about it uh, before this season just because of uh, how electric it is to watch and sweat out when you have money on the line. Uh, taking overs, you know, sweating out bangs, that's the best. Uh, you know, just in the empty netters, of course, to hit your over is always electric. Uh, I was so high on the Maple Leafs all season long to win the Stanley Cup. They had everything they needed to make a run, and they are still so cursed by this first round. Uh, they cannot get out of it. They haven't gotten out of it since 2004, bro. It's Jeez. it's pain. I had I had multiple units on them to win uh, at the middle of the season. I kept deploying as the season kept going on, and uh, they went seven games with the Lightning, who were back-to-back -back champs, and, uh, of course, they lost in game seven. Lightning just came into the Panthers series and swept them. Panthers were one of the heavy favorites to win the finals this year. Uh, so it goes to show the experience matters in this league. Uh, the, the Lightning, uh, they literally just swept one of the best teams in the league. I don't know how they can be stopped. They've got all the experience. They're coming off back-to-back -back titles. Uh, uh, who else is in there? The Flames and Oilers, the two frauds, dude. I'm not trusting either of those Canadian teams to get it done. Canes Rangers, not trusting them either. I'd probably have to say Tampa is going to win it for a third year in a row, which is crazy. Tampa Bay Lightning, you'd think they go for three. I think they do, dude. I don't. Think Are that, they the favorites right now? What's the line? You know what? I actually am going to look this up right now. It's definitely worth looking. I got it right yeah. here. NHL. Maybe we might think about a live bet because, you know, we don't talk a lot of hockey. We mostly talk baseball. We do some fantasy baseball as well. Um, if, you're, if we're going to give out winners, might as well give out the right one. How can I forget? I forgot the biggest wagon that's left. Uh, I Avalanche. forgot a wagon. Yeah, the Avalanche. They're the heavy favorite right now, plus 130 to win. Uh, they are the best team in the NHL without question. If you mm. look at the lineup on paper, they have so many studs. They're built to win. They failed last year to come through, and they're pissed off. Uh, they're they're heading in the series with the Blues 3-1 to one right now, so they should wrap that one up. Uh, it's going to be Flames, or it's going to be uh, either the Avs or the Lightning that are going to bring the cup home. Uh, that's my opinion. Avs or the Lightning. I like yeah. it. Are those the two, And the Lightning are the second favorites? Yes, they are. So you're taking the two, you know. Yeah, kind of square. I just don't see any – I don't see the Rangers doing it. I don't see uh, – Oilers is a good value play. Hurricanes, if they can win a game on the freaking road, uh, we'll see tonight. Uh, they're at plus 475. Flames, they're down in the series. Honestly, Flames at plus 950 might not be a bad look. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see anyone stopping the Flames. I think the Lightning have too much experience to fumble this bag. So we'll see. Trent's on them. So yep. to, to wrap up, uh crabs who's uh who's a guy on twitter i uh, met him through the baseball stuff he's a great guy uh go follow him on twitter crabs do you know his twitter it's like crabs underscore bet or something yeah crab underscore bets crab underscore bets he's a good guy he's giving out a lot of mlb winners and just winners from the kbo and he's, he's giving out random winners they're winning somewhere i don't know what league they're in but they're winning <laughs> he told me to ask you about the one-on-one -on -one between you and lauren and i'm i don't even know really about the situation at all that's what he just said you have to ask trent about the lauren one v one. I don't know who Lauren is. I assume one on one's basketball. Tell me the story. 
Yeah, no, Lauren Cowling. She's one of our content creators here at Book It. Uh, you can go follow her on Twitter, Lauren Cowling. Uh, she's awesome. She's a vibe. And uh, she was out here in Vegas for March Madness. And, of course, we played a pickup game of 1v1. And, uh, yeah, she might have uh, crossed me over, broke my ankles a couple times. And she did took she? the dub, sadly. Sadly, uh, it was pretty embarrassing. Are you? Uh, <laughs> did you play any sports in, in high school? Or are you, were you uh, maybe gambling more on the high school sports? <laughs> no, no. I was a big baseball guy. I was a catcher all of my baseball career. Yeah, I played for like 12 years. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. A bunch of baseball guys just talking gambling, talking shop, and none of it was gambling advice anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Thank you guys for joining. That's Trent. Trent, plug anything that you'd like because you have a ton of stuff that you do. Of course. You can follow me on the social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok, at Book It With Trent. And then uh, our Twitch streams come from uh, at Book It Sports on Twitch. You can follow us there. Well, thanks so much, Trent. We'll definitely have you on another time. Of course, brother. Thanks for having me.